This is Creepy and Geeky, a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Welcome to Creepy and Geeky. I'm your host, Robert, and today's episode is the start of something old and something new. Longtime listeners will remember that in the beginning, I did episodes that were more focused on one-off double features, and then I started doing more deep dives on franchises. While the franchises were a lot of fun, and I'll likely be diving into some more in the future, I wanted to get back to the original essence of the show, and that's on doing fun double features. So I'm asking my guests now, what's your favorite double feature? On today's episode, Angel Krauss returns to the show, and she's brought me the movies Z and Come Play. Angel is the co-host of the Voices from the Mausoleum YouTube channel, where she talks about all kinds of horror stuff. Welcome back to the show, Angel. Oh, thanks for having me, Robert. I'm excited. I Every time I see people posting double features, I'm like, you know, I never really think about that. So then when you asked me, I was like, I know I'm, I'm terrible at this, but I think <laughs> I can come up with some. I was like, let me just think about, like, you know, <laughs> themes and things and yeah, Shockingly, I was able to get some uh, get some suggestions out to you. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, no, you had some good suggestions. I've been asking guests uh, for three to five different choices. That right. way I kind of have a little bit of play in there. If it's like one, if it's something that I'm really not kind of in the mood for, I have a couple of different other choices to kind of you know play yeah. around with. So that way I'm not completely you know locked into doing something I really don't want to do. Uh, <laughs> and no, so. That's- Super smart. Totally get it. Yeah. And so this way, and then plus there's maybe if there's something in one, but not in another, then maybe I can make suggestions like, you know, say I didn't, I I wasn't feeling one of these two movies today. I could have suggested something that was similar themed. And that's what I've done in the past is like, if it doesn't quite match up, then we can kind of hash it out and see how it works out and stuff. Um, But I love that. I love being able to um, come up with a, a cool double feature theme and it's and it's fun too when the guests bring it to me because you know that's that's kind of where i'm at with it is i want you guys to like tell me what you guys are interested in like what what is like something that you got because i want you to be passionate about it even if i'm not going to be passionate about it you know it's still going to make a good conversation um yeah and yeah. you know and, and that and that's what's fun about it you know and so uh, there's going to definitely be some fun episodes uh, coming up, especially uh, a- a- including this one, um, which uh, these these movies were interesting. Uh, uh, Z and Come Play, they are both uh, movies surrounding kids that are menaced by not really imaginary friends, but like mm-hmm. otherworldly entities. Um, mm-hmm. And uh both of them are um uh it 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 was weird they like are you at a loss of words <laughs> i'm not that at a loss of words <laughs> no i'm not at a loss of words they're just they were interesting um they they were they had their they each both had their um both n- positives and negatives um and so i i've i found both of them um at least enjoyable um uh let's see uh complay was a little bit slow for me at times 
Um, yeah. We can get into that here in a little bit, but I really like the ending. Um, and then yeah. Z, Z was, um, I think, Z, I think was a little bit lesser. So I think come play was, I enjoyed more, even though it was a bit slower. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I did, I did like um, the revelations in Z as well. So yeah, yeah they're both, uh, they're both very interesting. So um, but yeah, uh, you know, tell tell me why you brought these to me today. Um, so I saw the um, like I think I watched it maybe two, not quite two years ago as like a first watch. I'd never even heard of it, and somebody had recommended it, and I watched it, and I really liked it a lot. But Which one was this one? I, this for Z. Z. Okay. Yeah, and so like. But then when I would ask other people about it, they were like, oh, I didn't really like that. I didn't think it was that good. And I was just kind of like sitting in the dark on it because like no one wanted to talk about it because nobody liked it, um, which is fine. Um, but then um, I had seen a trailer for Come Play and I was just like, it's just one of those things. And I'm sure this has happened to you. We're like, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that. And then, you know, you know, it takes forever to get to it. And I finally yeah. watched it. And said, oh, my God, this is so similar tonally and so many like sim like there, there's a lot of similarities between this and that movie z and i really liked that and i yeah. and i ended up really liking come play as well um but yeah i i i don't think about movies comparing in the form of like double features i don't think about it very often and this one was the first one that i think you know is at the top of the list because it was one of the first times in my life I'd watched a movie and been like, this would make a really good double feature because I just never think about that. I, until people say it, they say things. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I never think of it on my own. And so when you ask, I also thought with thinking too, this, I don't feel like these two are going to come up very often in conversation because people have either not seen them or never heard of them or they just didn't like them and don't want to talk about them. So, <laughs> so, and I really did. So, you know, here we are. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'd never heard of either one of these before. So, uh, yeah, it was yeah. definitely when you because you definitely brought me some stuff that was more um, like two two of the two of the things you brought me. This one and another one were things I hadn't really heard of. I'd heard of one of the movies uh, in the third one um, mm -hmm. that you had to told me about. But um, yeah. but it had been so long since I'd seen the trailer for it. Uh, that I'd forgotten about it. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then um, the second one you brought me was really good. And I was like, I I kind of wanted to do that one more just because I was familiar with both movies. I'd covered one of them before. Um, but at the same time, I was just like, let me step out of my comfort zone and let me try to do something <laughs> that I'm not that familiar with. So that way, yeah. maybe it'll, maybe it'll be something good um yeah. and maybe it'll be something that um will will spark a really good conversation um and you know i because i figure either way it'll be a good conversation but yeah um but yeah it was just um yeah i i, I thought both of these movies were good i don't i don't dislike either one of them i think yeah. both of them kind of dragged in parts mm -hmm. um, even for being uh, movies that aren't very long. I think they're both about an hour and a half. As yeah, it is. yeah. 
they're definitely on um, the shorter side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're not they're not terribly long or anything and they're not boring. Um I did watch them back to back. I did um, too. Yeah. And so tonally like you said tonally they're very similar. Um yeah. they go about it slightly differently. Um yeah. one is more of an imaginary friend. Um that's what Z is about is that this kid is having an imaginary friend mm-hmm. and the kid starts either the kid's doing stuff. He's being convinced by the imaginary friend to do something or the imaginary friend is doing it. Um, yeah. You know, you're not quite sure, you know, in the beginning, what's what, um, mm-hmm. you don't know if he's, the kid's just insane or right. if, or if it's the creature. Um, Cause you don't really see the creature for a while. You just see like, right, you know, the kid ends up, yeah, the kid ends up drawing a huge fucking thing up on the wall of a, of it. And oh creepy ass of like, yeah. That was just creepy. Um yeah. but uh but it's uh but it was uh I think because it took a little while because they were trying to leave it ambiguous, but it's like also at the same time if you watch the trailers, you know it's not ambiguous. So it's like they kind of spoil it if you watch the trailer beforehand. Um yeah. and which is fine. I have no problem with that. I'm not one of those people who goes like who stays away from trailers. I know there's a lot of people who just like, Oh, I don't want any aspect of the movie spoiled for me. I'm like, I can't yeah. be like that. I have to know what the movie's about going into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to know, even if it shows me too much, I'm going to forget by the time I go see the movie anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, but it was, it was interesting. I liked, um, that there was uh the 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 mother in this was an actress um uh, who'd been in a couple of horror things before uh most yep. notably for me uh final destination 2 mm-hmm. um and so she's uh Keegan Connor Tracy I think is her name um so she she was interesting in this it was it was it, it's an interesting movie um, and an interesting concept. I like how they did it with the imaginary friend and that they're doing all this. Like, like I said, that, you know, whether or not the kid is the one doing it or if it's um, right. Or if there's something malevolent uh, around them, but um, it's. And I like, like I said before, I like how the ending is because you find out, and you know, spoiler alert for everybody, um, that you find out at the end of it that the mother mm-hmm. has um that she hurt when she was little, she had an imaginary friend named Z. It's the same imaginary friend, and she'd just forgotten about it. And um, and then she does what she can to protect her kid. Um yeah. And um, and I like that. And this is where it kind of parallels with the other movie as well, um, that there's this, you know, the mother, um, you know, protects her child and pays the price for it. Um, yeah. And uh, so I thought that was interesting. I thought it was cool. This like child in peril uh, aspect, the mom's doing what they have to do. Um, the the relationships between the parents are different in each one of these. In this one, the parents actually have a good, uh, you know, a fairly good relationship. They're not really, like, you know, in a bad relationship or anything. Right. Um, but um, you know, the dad gets killed by the creature and and everything. And so, it's 
if you're into this kind of thing, I would say definitely seek it out. It's definitely interesting because like if you're into this thing, um, I, I could, yeah, you could compare it to boogeyman. I could see you making that comparison, like putting this into yeah. another double feature with that um, yeah, because I of agree. that aspect, this, this malevolent creature that's kind of just, you know, that only the, the, the little child is seeing. Um, so that, that, that aspect is interesting. Um, and the, and the kind of curse it puts on the whole family. Um, so, yeah, so that definitely, um, I didn't even think about Boogeyman until you had said that, that, that it's similar to that. I like Boogeyman, but I also gave it, you know, the same rating that I gave these, I gave these a, a solid three on, um, on letterbox, both of them, uh, which is, which is good. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's for me, like one of the things that I like about both of them is like, if you're somebody who also just really likes, um, like statement horror where the horror is um, not, you know, left on the back burner. I think these fit that because, you know, in Z, it's very much a story. So the events that happen between her and her son and Z coming into the picture doesn't, it does, like he has never had an imaginary friend before. It didn't happen until she went back to go start to clean out her childhood home after her mother passed away. And right. so she has to like go through all this stuff at her house. And she's like reliving moments from her childhood. You get the impression, although they don't really dwell on it a lot, but just from like some of the stuff her sister says, like you get the impression that like, they didn't really have the best upbringing. Um, you know, she was in and out of therapy, then things with the imaginary friend got worse. And, and so it's like all these things. And so once, once she is like reopening those childhood trauma wounds, that's when Z's like just shows up and starts making a mess of everything. And right. I just kind of liked this tie in of like, when you become a parent, you take all of the things that you dealt with, with your parents, whether it's good or bad. And that becomes a part of your life as a parent in a different way. And so yeah. like, you know, my, my childhood before my dad got custody of me was not a super great one. And I remember being scared going into motherhood of like, I don't feel like I'm capable of doing these things, but here's all the things that I'm scared of. And I never want to do be this and I never want to do that. And I never want to eat all these things. Right. And so, because you are, you, you want to be better for your babies, you know, like you want right. to be better for them. And so, and this mom did everything she could to be better and it caught up yeah. to her because she never dealt with it. And yeah. then it did nothing but make her less than what she wanted to be as a mother. And it put her in these, obviously these weird situations. I think it, Z, Z to me would have been, and I know, I think filmmakers struggle with making shorter films because they feel like if it doesn't meet like a certain time, then it can't be like a feature length film. But I think Z would have been better if they had cut out a lot of the scenes where she's like in the house by herself. Yeah. Like, I don't, I think we got the message, right? Like we got the point, we get like what's going on. There were some things that happened there that I think could have been left out. It would have made for a shorter film. It would have felt like a tighter, you know, overall arc. And we would right. have felt, I think some of that, like, like what you we were talking about, where it feels like it's definitely like slower in certain things. Um, I think that was one of them for me, but 
I love her. The other, the first thing I think I ever saw her in is she's the seer in, or whatever you call it, the medium or whatever in White Noise, which is one of my favorite PG-13 mm. movies. And she was so convincing and great in that. And every time I saw her after that, I was like, oh, that's the lady from White Noise. Like, so I always think of her. <laughs> and then she was also in Once Upon a Time. She played one of the fairies. Oh, right. I loved her. Yeah. She was very cute. Um, she was also in one of my shows that got canceled on Netflix called The Magicians. Like, she's got ties and like, all kinds of stuff like this. Yeah. It seems to really be, I think, where she excels because she's just really great in yeah. instruments. Um, no, I really like. Was great. Yeah. No, I really like when actors like embrace um, mm-hmm. the horror side yeah. of things. Like they just keep going back to it because it's like their home, you know, and they just, yeah. as much as they go off and they'll do occasionally, you know, the, 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 the more straight, you know, stuff and everything like that that they still come back to horror because that's really what they enjoy. Um, And and you can tell that, you know, sometimes with some of these actors and stuff that they really enjoy uh, being in that uh, genre. Yeah. Uh, I always point out to, I always point out Barbara Crampton, who is like such Mm -hmm. a huge advocate for horror and she's done soap operas. She's just as big of a soap opera actor as she is a horror actor. And it's, it's so funny that she, you know, crosses those lines that do you know shouldn't really mix at all um right. and i just I, I love that and i love that when you get people who just so embrace it like that it's just it's it's just great but yeah the, no the kid actor was good in this too uh, i agree and and i agree as as a parent um and you know i didn't have um you know thankfully i didn't have a very uh, like abusive childhood yeah. um um, I wouldn't say it was always the greatest. Um, and there's sure. things that I definitely um, have made sure that I didn't pass on to my children uh, that yeah. was passed on to me. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's something that you, you, you know, if you're a good parent, you make sure that you, you are constantly aware of uh, that kind yeah. of thing, because you can, um, slip into bad um, uh, uh, aspects of yeah. parenting uh, because it's what you knew. It's what you yeah. grew up with. And it's so it was really a bad example. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, you know, your default is to like think like that because that's how you were treated and everything. And so you want to just make sure, okay, well, that's not how I'm going to be as a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I've got to, I've got to do things differently. Um, and better. And, you know, and I think that the, you know, for the most part, I think that I've, I've done pretty well at that. I still have a really good relationship with my own kids. Um, Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah, I also grew up when I was a little bit older, I grew up in a house full of yellers. And so like I always told myself, I was like, I'm not going to be a yeller. Like, but it's, it's instinctual because it's all, it's like, exactly like you said, like it's all, you know, and I think like, you know, this, these, these moments of like, because you can tell in especially in Z, because the dynamic, the the mom and child dynamic in Come Play is very different um, for a few different reasons. But with this mom in particular in Z, you can tell that she is aware of the fact that like she doesn't know what she's doing. Like she has these moments where she's like so sure she's doing the right thing. And then she's like, oh, am I? Like, <laughs> there's there's a lot of, and I felt like that was such a realistic approach to like, 
when things get really bizarre and you feel like you're out of like things are out of control and you don't know what to do to help anyone you love, but particularly your child, this that felt like a more realistic like realization. Because I'm going to tell you, like their her relationship with the dad or, or her husband, rather, um, they seemed fine. But like she clearly felt like she couldn't be honest with him because she yeah. had her son put on medication without even consulting him because. Once again, we have this trope where the husband doesn't take it serious and he or the the you know the partner doesn't take it serious and they're left dealing with it on their own and I and I hate to say like as as garbage as it may sound but like if I was put in that position where I had to make a decision on my own because I see an issue and the person the other person that's so scared doesn't I'm going to do what I need to do. I don't know if that necessarily means medication or not, but I totally was like with her on it. Like I got it. I was like let's do whatever we yeah. can like you know so yeah no of course yeah i think sometimes yeah you you know that that was a very realistic aspect of of, of parenting um that yeah. you know when you don't have that support um uh-huh. that sometimes you just got to do what you got to do and yep. uh you know and that that's that, that 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 did make i think both of these are fairly realistic in terms of how the parents were dealing with everything um I, and I appreciated that aspect that it, for the most part, it didn't seem contrived or um, no. over overly melodramatic. Um, it, yeah. it seemed fairly lived in and real. Both of the both of these movies had parents who were dealing with their own stuff. In Z, um, the mom is dealing with her own mother dying, mm-hmm. like on her deathbed, and then dying, and then um, and then having to deal with the sister who's a junkie who, you know, and so like, there's all this other aspect going on, um, you know, that's going on that she has to, and then, and then her child is having all these, you know, emotional issues stemming from this imaginary friend. And he's like hurting people. And and then in come play, she's got, you know, her and her husband are the, the, the dad's moving out because they have a, bad relationship or whatever um you know because she doesn't feel like he's home enough to take care of the son and when this when he is there he's the he's the fun parent where she's like yeah exactly and as the fun dad i understand the frustrations that the wife has because you know my wife has uh, has expressed them to me as well and so yeah you know it's something that you you know as a as a father and a husband you have to kind of reconcile and try to work on um and so yeah. it's 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 interesting to see those dynamics uh play out um and, and yeah. get that kind of more more realistic and that's what i love about horror too is you know people are so dismissive of horror and everything yeah. but i'm like look every other genre can fit in horror you can do yeah. comedy, you can do drama you can yep. do musical you can do oh everything, God, everything that there is that you can do in a regular, and this is why generally speaking, I don't watch, like I'll watch comedy and action movies, you know, regular plain ones, not with horror, yeah. but I don't watch, I don't, I don't go out of my way to watch dramas anymore because I don't need to watch real life stuff. Um, Like it's boring to me to watch other people's miseries and, you know, whatever else, you know, they're, so I just watch fantasy stuff basically. Um, yeah. I know that makes me weird, but, 
but it's all good. No, like I, I haven't watched, like I haven't watched Oppenheimer. I have no desire to see Oppenheimer because I'm like, I eh. don't have any desire to see that either. I yeah, Barbie, and, but I didn't care about Oppenheimer. Oh, I love Barbie. Barbie, Barbie is was freaking so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but Oppenheimer, no, screw that. Um, that was boring. Um, yeah, and it, I'm sure it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. I like I and I like Christopher Nolan. I I, yeah. I think he's a good director. I think he's made some great great genre films you know, science fiction, you know, action-y films and everything. Um, but, you know, watching the more realistic drama stuff, I'm just like, nah, I don't, I don't got time for that in my life. I'm, I'm turning 50 this year. Um, <laughs> I, I ain't got that much time. Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. I think, I think it's, that is, I will say, I think for the most part, what I'm looking for when I watch horror movies, other than monster movies, you already know how I feel about those, but when I'm watching other horror movies, I am really looking for other like genres. Like I'm looking for characters that I'm going to care about because they've got other stuff going on. You know, yeah. I get into horror ships where I'm like, oh, I hope these people end up together and they get it figured out or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. I want the family to like come back together and heal after what whatever they've been through. Like I... I want those other things because I think if you can make me care about the characters, I'm I'm in. Like if yeah. I don't care about the characters, I'm not going to care about anything else that happens in the movie because what difference does it make to me if I'm not connected to anything? So right. I really like other like things mixed in and I think horror is the is the only genre that you can do that with to this extent. Yeah, I think so too because I mean you you know it it is but horror is funny in that way that you can sometimes like you, 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 depending on the movie, you're either rooting for the characters uh, to survive um, and all that, or you're rooting for them all to die. Um, and it just, you yeah. know, mostly slashers where you're rooting for them all to die. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And, and that's, what's fun about the genre again, is just this, you can have so many variations in it and, and still enjoy them for all their you know variety um yeah yeah even when you're watching two movies that are very similar like z and come play there's still yeah. differences in both of these that um make them interesting and not um exactly you know, the same movie so while they have similarities yeah. uh they differ in quite like i said you know in in z the the couple while they have their issues they were still mostly a happy couple um, and they were still working through issues, you know, yeah. they were still trying and working through it. Whereas the other one, we come into it at basically almost the end of their relationship. Um, yeah. So, and the dad's moving out and having to deal with that. So, yeah. And I think that, and then it's, when it comes to like the themes, it's, you know, Z is more of the past affecting the present. And then, yeah. you know, income play, it's more about like just living in the present. I mean, you've got a mom with a nonverbal child who is so is struggling because, you know, her, her son won't make eye contact. He doesn't speak. Yeah. She thinks it's her fault, you know, and as parents, we carry guilt over some of the ridi most ridiculous things sometimes. Like sometimes <laughs> the things we carry guilt about are things that genuinely don't matter. And then there's times like that, where you really just feel like if I had done something sooner, it would have been better for them. And then it's, but by the, you know, by the time, obviously that in this situation, you know, he's going to the speech therapist, he does the phone stuff to text and to, to communicate, but you know, she carries a lot of guilt. And because 
like you said, you know, with his relationship with his dad being so fun and, and they enjoy each other's company. And like, meanwhile, he won't even make eye contact with her, which is actually a very common thing in children on the spectrum. Like that's really common. Oh yeah. And, and it's so, um, and, and it's, so it was interesting. And so I have, I have a sister who tried for a really, 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 really long time to get pregnant. And then um, she was finally able to, it took years. It took a lot of doctors, a lot of medication, a lot of stuff. Um, and, and she was finally able to have, to have a baby. And so, and my nephew is now, my God, I think he's going to be 22. Oh my God. Oh, wow. I think he's going to be 22 <laughs> next, next month or in February. And he's, he's autistic. Like he, he's, um, yeah. pretty, he, he has a, you know, he has a part-time job that he works, but as far as like being able to live on his own, and and carry on you know in the way that you would think a child at that age a your child at that age would be able to do it's not really something that's going to happen for him and so whenever i watched this the first time it was such a different connection for me because it is very much a mom trying to figure out how to navigate these things with a nonverbal you know child that that is on the spectrum like she needs she's trying to do the right things she's scared she's already messed them up but she does these like things where she creates isolation and that makes things worse. And yeah. don't like, I mean, we try really hard as parents not to make things worse, but sometimes by trying to be protective in, in the wrong way, you know, it leads to very unhealthy things like the situation, you know, cause she lied about the situation with the little friend that he hit when they were younger. Like he didn't understand why they weren't friends anymore. And then he's like, well, you know, you, I hit you. And he's like, I didn't care about that. Your mom said, you yeah. don't want to be my friend anymore. And it reveals all of these things. It's like, so it takes this event of getting sought out by this creature through a, a I'm sure there's like a whole tech, you know, subplot to this um, film, but you know, there's this creature that comes after the lonely and tries right. to convince them to go to this other world with him and be his friend. And they took that, for her to kind of back up and realize these are some of the other things that you're not doing that might, you know, or that could be hurting the situation. Right. Yeah. I think, you know, there was, there was kind of a, I, I wondered if there was kind of a, like a weird commentary about screen time yeah, uh, usage also. But I, I was like, I really hope that's not the case because they did make a point in the very beginning to, mentioned that because he's autistic he needs that device to mm -hmm. communicate um yeah. and that um and that you know and they kept they kept yeah. talking about it throughout the whole thing about him him trying to learn but doing it at his own pace and and yeah. everything and so i don't think the screen time thing was really a a commentary mm -hmm. at, at all because it felt like they were not focusing on it but there were a couple of instances where it was like are they mm -hmm. so um yeah and it, and, yeah. and that was a little frustrating like i said because you know I, i've worked with um uh autistic kids um and and, and special needs kids before so i know mm -hmm. all about the not looking um you know, not making yeah. eye contact yeah. and um yeah. and and being nonverbal and and everything and you have mm -hmm. to find the different um you know the different ways of communicating um on both sides um yeah. and so um, so it was a, it was an interesting movie um, be, because of that, with my own experience with that, um, to to kind of see that and to see that, mm -hmm. yes, as a mom, 
she's going to be frustrated because she just wants to connect with her kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and a lot of her frustrations were because of the dad. Um, mm-hmm. And like we said, him coming in to be the fun parent um, when, you know, um, and uh, her having to be more of the serious you know, disciplinarian or whatever. And, 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 and that's, and that sucks. Um, But it's, it's, it's one of those situations where it's just kind of hard to, to balance it. And I, and, but it, it made for an interesting movie because of that. Um, Yeah. It's Um, the guy and the guy that plays the dad. I really like him. He's from um, the, the Belko experiment. He's been, he was in hush. He was in underwater. Um, Ten, he's in, he's in uh, I think he's in 10 Cloverfield Lane as well. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, I think it's like John Gallagher Jr. John like Gallagher that. Jr. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I think, you know, with the tech thing, what my takeaway was, because I do feel like they kept bringing it up for a reason. For me, I think it more was like, it was more about showing that it's a useful tool in moderation. I think we all need moderation. Like, my son has a tablet. He watches his tablet. He watches, he plays games. Like, you know, yeah. I think that, but I think that there's, you know, we also do other things. We do art projects together. We do cars together. We do other things. Um, but if that's what he wants to do, and, and sometimes God knows I, I need him to do it, you know, like I yeah. need to do something else. Can you just sit with this for, you know? Um, yeah. And I think, you know, cause there's like that scene in come play where she throws all the technology out of the house and, Larry, the which is the creature's name, still comes through anyway. And I think it's more of that this whole like you know, technology is not the problem. You know, like I yeah. kind of took it as more of like an underlying of like, hey, like it's fine. So like <laughs> the technology was the doorway, but once it was opened, he was not going anywhere. Um, yeah, that that's how I that's how I saw it. Um, yeah. especially cause like it wasn't just anything with a screen because he was going through the lights as well. Yeah. Um, and so it was, a, which was a weird thing too, because for a creature that needed the lights to like jump around through and everything like that, he would always be turning them off. So I was just like, what? Like, so there were some parts of this movie that were little like confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just like, and I, and I, and I think that, you know, it's once he jumped out of the lights that they turned off. Now that I'm thinking about it, he burned. Um, yeah. He burned yes. them because he takes the energy. Yeah. 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 And so, so that, and, and that was interesting. I, I did think that was interesting. And there was, it was this, you know, whereas the first one was this in Z, the creature was um, like an imaginary friend. They never really explain it, which was fine. Um, you know mm-hmm. that what this creature was but just that it it hop it, that it it didn't really hop to the child it was using the child to get back to the mom um because yeah. the mom had abandoned it um yep and so it really wanted the mom um yeah. and i i found that interesting um and in this one um this one he the the creature invades the devices to tell this storybook uh story about himself and about Mm -hmm. how he wants to be friends and he needs somebody who doesn't have friends and um you know it 
you know, and, and it spoke to a larger aspect of being like autistic and stuff like that, where you are kind of isolated and you are kind of um, alone in that way because it's hard to make friends because you're different. Um, yeah. And, 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 and I liked that when, um, you know, the midpoint where the one kid who used to be his friend, who was his, mm -hmm. now his bully and everything like that ended up seeing Larry and getting traumatized by him. Yep. Um, then came back around and it was yeah. just like, you know, Hey, you know, why did, why weren't your friend, my friend, like you said, you know, and they resolved that and they became friends again yeah. and they were just like, you know, you know, and then they brought in the other two, two friends and stuff like that. It was yeah. finding that common ground and finding that, you know, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes your parents mess you up. Um, you yeah. know, they're trying to do good things, but you know, parents mm -hmm. mess us up. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I maybe. messed up my own kids in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, nobody's um, perfect. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I, I do. I there's there's a lot there's a lot of interesting stuff going through both of these movies, and that's why I, again, this is why I like talking about these is because, like, you know, sometimes I'll watch movies that people bring to me, and I'm just like, okay, they're fine. Um, but once we get to talking about them, it starts to reveal sure. those other layers that yeah. I hadn't thought of while I was watching it. So yeah. that's, that's fun. What did you think of like the creature designs overall for these? Cause I mean, they're, they're similar enough. I mean, it's always the same, like tall, lanky, weird looking, yeah. but they're still also like very different. I thought, I, yeah. Cause Larry because we don't see too much of Z. Um, we only see him twice. Only, yeah. Um, Larry, you see a few times more. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, they just, they, it's, it's honestly, no, I think that both of them, they're, the problem with both of them and even stuff with like um, the Boogeyman and stuff like that, it becomes this generic shorthand um, for yeah. me is that you just get the tall, lanky weird creepy you know dude type creature you know yep. and it, it's almost like you know everybody's taking the slender man um mm -hmm. uh, thing and just extrapolating it out making it a little different here or there you know changing a few sure. things but overall um yeah. i think that it's just kind of eh, i mean they're fine they're, they're nothing blowing me out of the water. I'd like to see more original stuff or, or at least yeah. trying to do something a little bit different. Um, especially, honestly, I'd like to see more practical stuff because um, mm -hmm. both of these were pretty digital um, yeah. and, and they weren't bad in any way by being yeah. digital um, because it's kind of hard to make a creature like that and not be digital. But I think that's kind of the problem too. Like I said, you get this generic looking creature. I'd rather find something that I'd rather something happen that was more mm -hmm. um you know um creepy and weird. Um that maybe it's a small little homunculus kind of guy or something like that. Right. You know, and so that yeah. that might be more interesting in a way too, especially if you can get some something that just you know skitters around rather than you know you yeah. know, having to be so huge in the space as well. So yeah. I, I thought, you know, when we get that, sh the shot that got me, I think the most in Z specifically 
is when he's crawling through the tunnel. He's like the little kid. So the little kid goes to yeah. the tunnel and then you see Z after him. Yeah, and it yeah. happens like so fast. I was not expecting that to be, that was like the best. But then we get the shot of him in the tub with the mom. I was like, I was fine with it from, you know, a very, um, you know, it looked very humanoid in nature, which I think if you're going to make up an imaginary friend as a kid, that makes sense. Like I can, I can get on board with the way that he looked, but yeah, he, he was pretty generic. And then the creature that play, that they used for, that played Larry, <laughs> that they used um, for Larry in Come Play was very, um, I don't know if you've ever seen um, the Don't Be Afraid of the Dark about the tooth fairies. Have you ever seen that? It's got Katie Maybe. Holmes. She's um, this couple. I may like, have, but it's been a long time. Oh God, it's it's so good. It's one of my. But so the little the the creatures that are the tooth fairies. Spoiler: they're not they're not good. Um, yeah. They literally like Larry is like a blown up version of them, almost identical. So oh, okay. and then I feel like when I saw the creature design for um, the new the newer uh, Boogeyman. They were also really similar, like, and, and so it's, it's, I think Larry was creepy. You know, some of the shots we see where he's like walking around and he's got these crazy looking arms. I thought his hands looked really creepy with the long nails when he's like telling, you know, the little boy to come closer or whatever he's doing beside the bed. Like some of those shots were really good in his feet. I thought that all looked good, but overall, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think they're, they're very generic monsters. It's like when, it's like when you watch you play an indie horror game and you know that you're like, oh, I see this monster in every indie horror game because it's like, yeah. part of it. you know, it's like they just reuse the asset because it's there and it's either free or it's cheap or whatever. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think um, I think the monsters were fine, but they they weren't really the strengths of um, of either film. Yeah, no, I, I felt the concept was more interesting than the actual yeah. creatures. Yeah. Um, okay. It's 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 yeah, it's just I don't know. Like, you know, I saw um, some people on Letterboxd um, like compare at least one of these to uh, the Babadook. Um, oh. And and I get that, you know, it comes down in that same kind of um, arena. Um, but. Um, I felt like at least the Baba Duke was in, uh, an interesting creature design, um, you know. So at least if you're going to do something like that, make make it make it interesting and weird. Like, stop going with the you know skinny like long like tall dudes. Tall thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You I know, mean, and I, just, I love Smile, but they did the same thing in Smile. <sighs> it's like it's a tall, lanky thing yeah. with long, stringy hair, and it's like, yeah, seen it. But same see what I liked barbarian. about it's the same thing, like over and over again. Kind of. I mean, barbarian. I like barbarian a lot. Um, at barbarian, there's there's a lot going on with that one. Um, but uh, it's uh, and and I think that at least with smile, I would say that um, that for the most part, you only see it the one time. Um, and most of the time, it's just more kind of a nebulous being. Um, and so I thought that was more interesting than anything else is, mm-hmm. you know, but, but yeah. no, I get your, I get what you're saying though. Like, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 
I, I really want people to. And and that's the thing, though. If you're going to, at least with Smile and even with Barbarian, that they fit within that similar theme, but both of them were just different enough that mm-hmm. yep. I didn't, I couldn't compare them to these two, whereas these just felt so generic. Um, and, it, and it felt more, um, it felt better if they would have done, it kept them in the shot. At least that's what Z did well about was keeping him more in the shadows and not um yeah. on screen a lot um yeah i think more. it's way more unsettling when you don't know where something yeah. is and you don't see it it's like 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 sometimes less is more yeah exactly yeah. especially when it's something like that because you know you're dealing with the kid's imagination or a kid's you know fears or whatever like that and it's always going to be it was the same thing with the boogeyman um, yep. where they kind of dealt with it kind of in the same way where it was it was a similar design, but they hit it for the most part. Um yeah. and and I like that a lot more too. Yeah. Um that it's it's just kept more in that realm. <laughs> just keep yeah. it as off uh, keep it off screen as much as possible. I agree. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm with you, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, I, I like both of these movies. I don't think either one of these is bad. Um, yeah. I, I I think that, uh, you know, and, and, and talking about, um, you know, the, the, the relationship between uh, the couple and this, uh, the relationship between, you know, the dad and the kid and everything like that. I think that, you know, ultimately, you know, both of the parents are trying to do what's right for the kid. Um, oh, yeah. the, the dad in come play isn't necessarily a bad dad or even a bad husband. Um, because there's nothing, it doesn't seem like there's anything and maybe I missed it. Maybe I'm not remembering something, but they didn't seem to have any real issue in their no, marriage I, I other think than, she, yeah, I think she's just pushing buttons and seeing what works. Yeah. She, she's, she's unhappy. She's unhappy yeah. and she's unfulfilled and she doesn't know how to fix it. So she's grasping at straws. Yeah, and she's just yeah. pushing at everything. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, you know, and and I liked I, I like you know Jillian Jacobs being in in this one too from Community. It was it was a you know we didn't you know, specify her, um, but she's really good in this. Um, it was nice That's to see like her. The mom in, or... Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, she um, yeah, she played a uh, Britta on Community, um, so it was definitely a different role for her. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think she did real good. You could tell she was just like, she just, she felt like every moment you saw her, it looked mm-hmm. like she was going to unravel yeah, uh, at any moment. Like she looked like she was on the verge of mm-hmm. a massive meltdown. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, cause I mean, you're dealing with the kid, you're dealing with the marriage and whatever issues you're having with it and whatnot, um, you know, but it's you know, I I I liked that in the end, um, that you know they came together to you know help help the you know their son and everything. I like yeah. that again. This is a movie where the mom sacrifices herself. Um, yeah. In both of these, they both sacrifice themselves for their children. Um, yeah. One one a little bit more successful than the other. Um, yeah. uh, Z yeah. ends up on a on a very uh, uh, a creepy note. Um, yeah. and, uh, the other, the other mom in, in come play, like 
that moment. And I, I'm like, I wasn't like this until I had my own child, but the yeah. stuff like this, I'm like such a sap for, cause like that moment, right when, right before she like turns into the weird, like dried out version of herself and you know, Larry takes her away. She like, yeah. she looks down at her kid and they like have a smoke, but he like makes eye contact with her. And it was just this like, like that, that makes me tear up. Like I, I was so invested in, in him and their relationship and all the things she was trying to do that she just kept messing up and kept messing up, you know, and I was so invested in it. And it was like, she finally did the right thing. And then before she fades away, she gets that like one moment of validation from her yeah. son, which is all she had wanted, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think in an unhealthy way, you could argue for a majority <laughs> of the film. Um, but, you know, yeah. it's, but she finally realizes that it's not about, you know, all the things he's doing. It's about the things that she's doing. And so she finally makes the right decision. And, and I love, I just love that moment. Um, yeah. Like you said, V ends on a very different, slightly more ambiguous note with the mom yeah. surviving the suicide attempt. And then like the kid saying goodnight to Z, even though he's like not supposed to be there anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like come, come play is, is just better as far as like the wrap up, because, you get this like kid who gets to go back and be with his friends and his dad's there and they're doing better. His dad's, yeah. His dad yeah. is like, uh, his dad is being the more attentive, yep. more present dad. Yes. Um, you know, and, and like you were saying with her, like, you know, her getting that kind of validation moment uh, of mm -hmm. that. I wanted to, you know, uh, talk about that because, you know, we, we talked about how she through the whole movie, it's always about, um, it wasn't always about her, but it, it there was a lot of it that was how it was affecting her and yes. not about how it was affecting yep. him. Yep. Um, and so so in that moment when she sacrifices herself and grabs Larry's hand um, and gets that kind of validation moment, I think yeah. she realizes that and when she does the sacrifice, that's when she realizes. I've got you know, I've got to save my son like because yeah. it's you know the not because of me but because of him you know and yeah um and then you you know you get that moment later you know after oh my you know, God, the know. dad more attentive and everything and then yeah. you've got you've got the kid going down the steps and he's like he hears a noise and then you're like oh shit larry's back i know um, but, <laughs> but then but then he's downstairs and the dad comes down and he's just giggling um, and he's being flung around the room. Um, he's being spun around and the dad brings his phone up to look because you can only see them through the phone, uh, apparently. And then he sees the mom spinning the kid around and having this moment together, this happy moment. Mm -hmm. And it's like the family, she's gone. She's gone from the real world and everything like that. But they're finally like fully a family in a way right um yeah. you know so it's just yeah. it's this yeah. weird end but it's a happy but kind of sad end too yeah. um but it's definitely more of a positive ending in in a way because you know it's more about you know the you know the mm -hmm. kid is happy himself so yeah it's a lot more straightforward i think than yeah. i think i think you can argue a couple of different ways with z is like what it means what does what is this the case is this the case but i think with come play it's it's just a lot more black and white right yeah and i thought and i think that's uh you know i i think i i land more on come play being the better movie for me um in a lot yeah. of ways because of that um it's it's just a more 
um, yeah. fulfilling movie. Um, and I and I think it's interesting too because we mentioned how Z, um, both of these kind of um, um, they're kind of longish and everything. And it's so funny too because we talked about what they could have shortened in Z, but Z is only eighty three minutes as it is. Oh, so, um, and so it's funny that even at eighty three minutes, there's these long minutes. If you shorten it any more, it would not be a feature it's film, you know. So, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the and see, but that's where I think that they. they you know, and and I forgot about this. I was going to mention that it was because they could have taken out some of that um, wasted time where she's just kind of like the mom's just kind of puttering around, and maybe fleshed out the Z story a little bit more, like fleshed out the lore yeah. a bit um, towards the end, gave us a little bit more exposition around why and how long yeah. they've been. Like maybe maybe it was attached to her mom or something. You know, like that. Yeah, you so, make it. it kind of comes out of nowhere yeah yeah and it would make sense in a way too because like you know here i am rewriting a movie um it would have been (laughs) interesting to you know have it been you know it it was attached to her but it was attached to her mom before and now that her mom's dead that's what or her mom was dying now and and had lost a lot of her mental faculties that now that's why it was attaching to her son you know so it was just kind of passing along so i think there was there's there's definitely some room there that you could have um, made the story even more interesting um, and kind of not cut down on the runtime, but make it make that runtime more worth it. Um, Yeah, because there's not there's nothing saying that a horror movie has to be short, or you know, just just pack it with good stuff. I mean, some of some of my favorite horror movies are like two, two and a half hours long. yeah, you just have yeah, to use the good. time that you have the viewer's attention. You just have to use it wisely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I totally And agree. I think and I think overall, I don't think either one of these does anything. Like I, you know, that's that's always what I say is the greatest sin of a movie is that um is that if it's boring, um, if it's uninteresting, if I was like looking at my phone more than I was looking at the oh, movie, you know. I, I and that, so yeah. um so and I do that anyway, uh, because while I'm watching movies at home, I'm constantly looking up all the trivia and all the other stuff about the movie. So I'm really yeah. I'm really bad about doing that. Like if I'm in the movie theater, my phone's put away. But for some reason, I can't sure. do that when I'm at home. Um, no, I I'm guilty of that. Too. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's hard to do when you run a podcast. You got to know all the little little stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's. Um, I think that it's both of these were interesting and that they, they, they did okay. You know, the you know, little things aside, I think both of these movies are really good. Um, if you like that kind of uh, whole vibe, uh, you know, little kids in peril, you know, mom's trying to do what they can or parent trying to do what they can to um, yeah. do it. I mean, it fits in that, you know, like you said, the, the most recent kind of version of this is uh, the boogeyman. Um, and uh, so, um, if that if that's your vibe, these movies are good. Definitely yeah. uh, go check them out. Um, um, come play is on um, was on uh, Prime uh, for free um, with ads, and uh, Z was on Shutter. Shutter. So yeah. definitely uh, go check those out. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about either one of these movies that we haven't mentioned? No, I think we covered it all. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
Well, why don't you let people know where they can find you online? Uh, yeah. So primarily um, we're on YouTube, just voices from the mausoleum. Um, if you put it in any social media thing, you're probably going to find it. But um, I have a Twitter and an Instagram as well. Um, Twitter, I think, is from mausoleum. And then Instagram is just voices from the mausoleum. Um, the whole thing. But yeah, that's primarily where you can find me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, no, definitely um, go go check out uh, her YouTube channel. It's got lots of fun stuff. I've been on there uh, a couple of times. Uh, we were just talking about getting me on again. Yeah. Um, so we will. Uh, uh, you might see me on there again soon. <laughs> yeah. Be fun. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, go check out her stuff. She talks about lots of stuff. She's got so many episodes. It's crazy. Uh, found footage, video games, all kinds of stuff. Crazy yeah. is a very great word chaotic <laughs> i would say is yeah. also another really good one um yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's always like and that's the funny thing too is like you know with even my own show it's like you know when we talked about this kind of off off air and everything is that there's yeah. always so much we want to do um oh and God, it's like it's it's kind of like it's hard not to try to just do it you know we might as well try you know and, and do what we can <laughs> You know, sure. if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know? So, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's what I, that's, a, that's how I try to do it. So, yeah. But thank you again uh, for coming on. It's always a, a lot of fun having you here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I, yeah. I was yeah. excited to finally get to talk about these. Nobody else likes them. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully some people will uh, uh, g- come check these out and they can uh, let us know and, you know, tell you if they if they liked it or not so yeah they they can go and uh uh either be you know give you praise for suggesting it or you know hate for suggesting yeah. it. you know either <laughs> way works <laughs> i can handle it <laughs> right <laughs> all right well thanks again and i appreciate you coming on yeah thanks again for having me Thanks again to Angel for joining me. On Friday, we begin the journey into the MCU's multiverse saga with WandaVision, with returning guest Violet Hammond. And on Monday, Onika returns to talk about Slumber Party Massacre 2 and Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2. Thanks for listening. Creepy and Geeky is a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Please check out morbidlybeautiful.com slash podcasts for more great shows. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving the show five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please share the podcast on social media to help spread the word. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at creepyandgeeky.com. Music for the podcast is Gratitude, composed by Jerry Smith. You can follow the podcast on social media at creepyandgeeky on both Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm GeekThulu on Twitter and Blue Sky and geek.thulu on Instagram. You can support the podcast by ordering teas and more on TeePublic or by donating to the coffee page. All of the links are in the show notes. Finally, don't forget, stay creepy.